Welcome back to the JDFB podcast. I am your host, James Dignan, and it is August 2nd, 2021. Happy Monday. Today, we're back with another edition of Mock Draft Monday, where we're going to be walking through three different drafts with the first overall pick using three different draft strategies. And we'll jump right in after a word from today's sponsor. Wouldn't it be cool if you could make money off of your sports knowledge? Well, today's sponsor symbol actually lets you do this because you can buy and trade shares of your favorite sports teams through symbol. Now, the ways that you can make money are through supply and demand and through wins. Now, let me explain what that means. Let's use the Broncos as an example. The Broncos are currently trading at $41. Now, if they were to win six games this year, you would make 50 cents per win, so you'd make $3 throughout the season. But if next season they go out and they draft a top quarterback or they get Deshaun Watson, their future looks very bright with the better quarterback because the rest of their roster is solid. That would cause there to be an increase in demand and you have the supply so you can increase the price you sell it for. Let's say you want to sell it off next year. They have Deshaun Watson. You sell it for $61 and they won six games. You win $3. Well, you get $3 from their wins and you get $20 for selling it $20 more than what you bought it for. That's how you can make money on Symbol. For more information on it, go to my Symbol sign-up link in my bio on TikTok or on Instagram. Let's get into the mock drafts. Today's mock drafts are going to be 12-team half PPR format, and even though we're going to be using different strategies every time, CMC will be the first pick in every draft, as he should be. Don't really feel the need to explain that. The first strategy that we're going to be using is quarterback early. It's not something I usually do because I think you can get great value in late round quarterbacks, but we'll test it out here. I'm not going to go as early as Patrick Mahomes, uh, but we'll aim for one of the top guys. Mahomes, Jackson, Allen, Murray, uh, maybe even Dak is still considered pretty early to me. But all right, so for quarterback early, we went CMC. Running backs available are Dobbins, Swift, Montgomery, not too high on any of them. Then Jefferson, Allen, Robinson, McLaurin. Uh, it's actually probably better off we'll go tight end early here, and we'll just play it by the board. So what we'll do here is we'll draft Justin Jefferson and Darren Waller. George Kittle is on the board, uh, and I love George Kittle, but now that they have, if Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk are able to stay healthy, and now that Carson Wentz went down. Jimmy G might get traded to the Colts. Uh, and then you have a rookie rushing quarterback who is going to have multiple targets in an offense that likes to run to begin with. It's just Darren Waller, I, I feel safer picking him here. So we're going tight end early. Actually, it's going to be quarterback early in one of these next two mocks that we do today. Uh, but all right, Darren Waller. Our team right now is CMC, Justin Jefferson, and Darren Waller. I am, I am happy with that. Uh, but the reason I usually don't draft tight ends super early, like the first pick in the third round, is because Hawkinson is still on the board here, and he's someone who I think has maybe not Waller-level upside, but close to it. I, I really think they have no receiving weapons in that offense. Hawkinson should get the most targets of anyone in that offense, and it won't be you know, an elite offense by any means. It should be one of the worst in the league, but when... What you're looking for from a tight end is volume. And Hawkinson is extremely talented. That mixed with the volume, I really do think he could end as a top three tight end this year. So that's why I'm usually not drafting tight end or quarterback so early. 
Um, quarterback I'll go more into later, but all right. So let's see who's on the board. Running back, Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin. We're more than likely going to take Gaskin as one of these picks because I feel like there's a tier drop-off after this. Um, and so Gaskin will be one of the picks. DJ Morris here. Tyler Lockett's here. Is Jamar Chase here? And Jamar Chase at the end of the fourth. I've just been so high on him lately. He is here. Jamar Chase, DJ Moore. All right, we'll take Gaskin because we're sure we're going to be taking him. It doesn't really matter because we're up next. Um, DJ Moore. Kenny Galladay is here as well. Tyler Lockett. I don't really dislike any of these options. It's just I want to know which one I like the most. I believe Joe Burrow, either he was on pace to break the pass attempts record in a single season last year, or he was very close to it. The record is Matt Stafford, 727. I think he was on pace for around 730, uh, Burrow was, last year. If Jamar Chase is... Now, I'm not saying they're necessarily going to pass for the most times ever next year, but Zach Taylor loves to pass in that offense. They won out, and they spent the fifth pick in the draft on Jamar Chase. Obviously, he was a stud in college with Joe Burrow. I expect him to be the number one target in that offense. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamar Chase is a top two-round pick next year. So I'm going to call my shot here, and we'll go Miles Gaskin and Jamar Chase. We need a second running back and a half PPR. I do like Gaskin. Um, I'm comfortable taking him in this range early fifth. And then Jamar Chase, early fifth is a bit of a reach, but when you really believe in a player, you have to go out and grab him. And usually I'm not taking Jamar Chase because I'm taking Hawkinson. So this might be a strategy I could actually apply. Just we'll see. As of right now, we have the two former LSU receivers, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase as our wideouts. We have Christian McCaffrey and Gaskin as our running backs. And we have Darren Waller as our tight end. The quarterbacks available are Herbert, Tannehill, Brady. I don't want to take a quarterback this early. Running back, Damian Harris is here. I imagine Michael Carter's here. Ooh, Javante Williams is here. So Javante Williams, Javante Williams will be one of the picks. We'll just take him now because that's, that's a lock. Getting him at the end of the sixth, early seventh, that is a place I'm very comfortable taking him. Happy he fell. His teammate, Cortland Sutton's here. Jerry Judy's here, another teammate. Hmm. Robbie Anderson's probably here, right? Is he? I don't think so, actually. Interesting. Okay. Devontae Smith is here. Okay, I'll take Devontae Smith for sure. I'm using Draft Wizard, and I'm using the app on my phone as I'm recording this, so I only see the first four players that are available. Um, that are projected to go. So sometimes you have to scroll uh, a good amount to be able to find some guys like Javante or, or Devontae Smith. But Michael Carter's here now too in the end of the eighth round. Wow. So I'm pulling the trigger on him. See, now we have Christian McCaffrey, which makes up for the slight weakness in RB2 of Miles Gaskin. But then Javante Williams and Michael Carter provide a ton of depth 
at running back. So I'm very comfortable with CMC, Gaskin, Williams, and Carter as our running backs. Then we have Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Smith as our wideouts. And we're going to be taking more wide receivers later because that's when they're at best value. Because uh, running backs late, not really worth it. Usually I take my quarterback in this range, somewhere around here. We'll probably take a quarterback this round if Ryan Tannehill is still here, which unfortunately is not. But Tom Brady's here, so we'll be taking him. Yeah, Michael Carter, and we'll take Tom Brady, a lockup quarterback. It is possible that Brady's better this year than last year, at least from a turnover perspective, because Bruce Arians is in a complicated system. Quarterbacks like Carson Palmer that have played in his system excel in their second year. Jameis Winston didn't get an opportunity for his second season, but obviously struggled a lot with turnovers in his first year. And then Brady turned the ball over much more than usual in his first year in the system, but looked better down the stretch as he adjusted and still threw for 40 touchdowns. With the weapons he already had and all the weapons coming back, having A-B the whole season, I, I think Brady in the ninth. Brady could end as a top five fantasy quarterback this year. I, I really believe that. So getting him in the ninth, I think, is great value. We'll still probably draft a guy, make maybe Joe Burrow with the last pick and try and pair him up because there might be some weeks where if they're playing a poor defense, you get that Burrow-Chase connection. That would be be a nice stack if you know Brady is on a bye week or whatever. But all right, we went Michael Carter, Tom Brady. I'm not really uh, explaining who are the other players picked and everything because since we're going to be doing three mocks, I don't want this to take forever say that as I'm rambling. Uh, but all right, Darnell Mooney's on the board. We're almost definitely going to take him with one of these picks. And then what's available with defense? The Steelers' defense is still here. The Ravens' defense. It is a little early. Um, I'm probably comfortable waiting, honestly. So we'll go Darnell Mooney. And then if Russell Gage is here, which I hope he is, Russell Gage is here. Darnell Mooney and Russell Gage are our two picks. That's what I was talking about where – I feel like both are real breakout candidates at wide receiver, and there's no running backs. Like, the running backs going are Phillip Lindsay and Tony Pollard. Le'Veon Bell just went. Like, guys who are not even on teams are going in the same range as guys who are wide out twos like Gage, who had 800 receiving yards last year, and Julio just left. So, I, I mean, that that's why I'm saying wide receivers. I'm good getting my depth from wide out later. And in those middle rounds, I'd rather take my depth at running back, specifically with guys like Javante, Michael Carter, sometimes Damian Will Damian no, Damian Harris from the Patriots. Um, but all right, we went Mooney and Gage. Now we're up with the twelfth pick in the twelfth round, and then the first pick in the thirteenth round. Yeah, the running backs still on the board are like Salvan Ahmed, Kenneth Gainwell, Marlon Mack, Sony Michelle. I want no part of running backs at this range. Quarterback, Joe Burrow is still here, so we'll get him later. Should probably get a defense now. Colts defense, Bucks defense, Niners defense, Patriots defense. I'm hesitant to take the Colts D because I don't know how where Carson Wentz is at right now. And if they have a backup quarterback running that offense that already didn't have weapons, I'm afraid the pressure that's going to put. I'm really comfortable with the Niners or Patriots defenses. More Patriots, honestly. So I think we could wait again. Uh, what other wideouts are available right now? 
Traquan Smith, we could take him. Rashad Bateman, there's some upside there, but the Ravens don't pass enough for me to be super excited. Elijah Moore, as a Jets fan, a lot of buzz around Elijah Moore. Rashad Perryman, who could be the number one in that Lions offense. But we have Hawkinson, so I don't really know how I feel about that. All right. I think we go Traquan Smith and Elijah Moore here. Um, it's Jalen Rager must have went, huh? He did. Rager is someone I'm pretty interested in taking late. Uh, quarterback concerns, yes. But I don't know. I, I've seen... I've seen some stats where he performed well against good defenses last year. He was in a pretty poor situation. I just feel like he gets discredited because the Eagles were so bad last year and because they took him right before Justin Jefferson. Guys like Jerry Judy, who are more talented, still get credit as if they're they're on the brink of breakout where... I, I can see why people favor Judy, but for there to be Judy in the seventh and Rager in like the twelfth to last pick in the draft, I mean, seems like there's good value in taking a shot on Rager because the upside is worth the risk because the risk is nothing. But we went Traquan Smith, Elijah Moore, and now we're back on the board. Now we'll probably take defense. We waited a little bit too long. Because the Patriots did go, unfortunately. There was a run on defense. Like, five got taken. Unfortunate. Uh, usually, I do get a top defense. So, I've never actually picked at this spot. The Saints defense, the Chiefs, the Bears, the Chargers. I don't like what's happened here. Uh, we'll take Young Hoku. And since we're up next anyway, it doesn't matter. This is not ideal. I mean, I don't want the Saints defense, but Chiefs, Bears, or Chargers. Oh, the Broncos defense is still here? Yeah, sure. Whatever, I'll take the Broncos defense. Surprising. I mean, I, I get the offense won't be great, but I don't think it'll be that bad, even if it's just Teddy Bridgewater running it. Um... Or even Drew Locke, honestly. Like, what's... Wow. It says my weaknesses are quarterback, flex, defense, and bench. That's rough. This is how our team turned out. Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Miles Gaskin, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Darren Waller, Javante Williams, Broncos D, and Young Hoku. Then we have Devontae Smith, Michael Carter, Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, Traquan Smith, and Elijah Moore on the bench. I love this team. Uh, Draft Wizard is uh, tripping. So, yeah, that was the tight end strategy. Now we're going with Christian McCaffrey again. Going to have to speed this up. This is going on a while for that to only be one mock draft. Um, what tight ends are available? Willer, Willer, Waller and Kittle are there again. Justin Jefferson is gone, so it's A.J. Brown. We're going to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire here, and this will be our running back heavy one. Um, Dobbins is there Swift is there Carson is here I I'm going Carson I am going Chris Carson Who I'll make more videos And content about 
Uh, he's someone that I've risen on lately. I really don't like the other running backs available. I do like David Montgomery, but I'm more comfortable with him in the fourth. I don't want him this early. Dobbins, I'm afraid of Jackson and uh, Gus Edwards taking a lot of carries. DeAndre Swift, I'm worried about the touchdowns and the fact that um, Stafford is known to check down to his running backs, and now they have Jared Goff there. Miles Sanders, I've made a lot of content on him. Why I'm not interested. Jacobs, I'm worried about everything in that offense uh, besides Waller. And then, as I said, Montgomery, and those were the running backs that went. Wide receiver. Okay. So, this is interesting. We're stacked at running back. But, so we don't need a running back at all. And we have quarterback. Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, T. Higgins, OBJ, probably Jamar Chase is in there. Yeah, he is. So do we miss out on Hawkinson and then probably get Higby as a tight end along with someone else later and go with, like, Cooper Cup and, I don't know, or Lockett and Chase or something like that? Oof. Not loving this, but got to make a decision. All right, it's between Cup, Chase, and Lockett. I'm going to take two of them. We're going to go with Cup and Lockett because I took Chase last draft. Uh, that's the easiest way I, I can make a decision. Okay, so Cup and Lockett. Going to really need to make up for this with depth because I'm not loving our top two wide receivers. It's not bad by any means. Lockett did finish as the wideout nine last year, but he was very streaky. He's not someone that I was high on coming to draft season, but his ADP has felt fell to a comfortable place now. Are there any good tight ends left? It's Dallas Goddard, Noah Fant, and that. All right, so we'll take Noah Fant in like two, three rounds and pair him with Higby more than likely. Robbie Anderson's here, so we're taking him. No hesitation. Running backs, I mean, realistically, what I would advise you do is take either Waller or A.J. Brown uh, in the third round instead of a guy like Carson because then you could take a guy like Javante Williams here in the start of the seventh. So that's what I would have done differently here. But since we just went running back heavy as a strategy, we tested it out, and I don't like it. So don't actually do this, but this is the situation we're in. And we'll go Curtis Samuel. And we're going to kind of speed through this because this is not a draft strategy I actually advise that you do. In the third round, if you do have the first pick, go CMC. If Clyde Edwards-Alaire is there, I'm very comfortable taking him at the end of the second. And then if Justin Jefferson's there, awesome. If A.J. Brown's there, awesome. If Darren Waller's there, sure. Um, I would not take another running back. I do like Chris Carson, but even then... I just don't like how weak wide receiver feels now. Even going it with it last four rounds, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, it's solid, uh, but missing that true number one. Like if it was A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Javante Williams, Curtis Samuel, I would feel better. 
and that was possible. But here we are. In the end of the eighth round, what quarterbacks are available? Tom Brady. Going to pull the trigger in this range again. Same logic as last time. Running back. Don't really need it. Tight end. Dallas Goddard is here, but Zach Ertz, Beach Blonde, is still, for some reason, on the Eagles roster. So, uh, quarterback situation is similar for both of them. My belief in the offense is somewhat similar for both of them. Tyler Higby I could still get later, so I'll go Noah Fant now in the ninth. And we'll take Tyler Higby probably with the first pick in the 11th. See, even Michael Carter is someone that we could have taken there if we didn't go running back early. So I would have been very happy with CMC, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Michael Carter too. So yeah, don't do this is the lesson from, from this draft. This exercise, if it's taught you anything, it's uh, avoid it. This, is not, this doesn't work well. Wide receiver who's available, Rager, 10th is too rich for me. Nelson Aguilar, same thing. Russell Gage, he's someone I would I would pick now. Russell Gage in the 10th, and pair that with Tyler Higby, someone I really believe in this year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, not loving this draft, but it's not, it's honestly starting to grow on me a little. It's just, it's really that third round pick. Um, that I don't love, if I haven't made that clear yet. Uh, Rager in the 12th, I'll probably take him in a defense. What defense is available? Washington football team, 12th round, definitely taking them every time. Rager, uh, is there anyone else who's better? I feel has a clear path to being a number one. Cole Beasley, I mean, Aguilar, but... I don't know, man. I don't like any receiver on the Patriots if Cam Newton were back. Cole B, for whatever reason, I'm not taking him in this, but I probably should be. I think it's because I believe there's a capped ceiling there. And I like to go potential in late rounds instead. Of in, and I really don't think he has... Like, he, he could get me, like, 10 points in my flex. I don't really want that because I could pick that up in... You know, if someone goes down, I could pick that up off waivers. I could pick up eight or ten points for my flex, like Jameson Crowder, too. I'd rather draft a guy like Rager, who, if we're wrong about him as, uh, as a community, then he could genuinely break out and be a consistent 12-point uh, flex, 14-point flex. Like, I think he has that potential. The odds of him being consistent are just a little less likely. All right, Patriots defense is here. I'm comfortable taking them. We'll take a kicker. Greg Zerline's here. Uh, yeah, sure. Dallas offense will score enough. All right. So now we're done with our running back draft. I'll recap it real quick. I believe we got the same grade as last time, 85 again. Weakness is quarterback. They're saying the GOAT is our weakness. Disrespect. Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Noah Fant, Chris Carson, Washington football team defense, Greg Zerline, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, Russell Gage, Tyler Higby, Jalen Rager, Patriots D. Oh, boy. Yeah, you can tell I'm not used to doing multiple mocks. I took two defenses 
not the worst idea in the world, but it's it's up there for the worst. It's unnecessary. And yeah, so yeah, don't do this. We'll go with the first draft as an experiment that you should definitely consider. Second one is pretty much a tutorial on what not to do. Hopefully, the oh my goodness, DK Metcalf is available. DK Metcalf is available. We're going wide out heavy on this one. I somehow DK and Justin Jefferson are here. We're just gonna we're just gonna draft DK, and then we're gonna draft Justin Jefferson. Our our first three picks are CMC, DK, and Justin Jefferson. So if last draft was what not to do, this is what to do. This is good. This is what you want to happen. Miles Gaskin went the pick before us, so Mike Davis, Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds. We're not going to panic. Um, don't do that to yourself when you're in a position like this where you feel like you need to pull the trigger on a position because, uh, well, I don't have a running back yet. I, w I will wait now, and I will definitely take Javante next time around. I will take Michael Carter if he's not there. I'll take Damian Harris, and I'll be fine with CMC and any combination of Javante, Carter, and Harris, maybe even David Johnson as a last resort uh, if we have to, but there's too much value here. DJ Moore is still here. Hawkinson is here. So we'll go Hawkinson because I know for sure I'm taking him. DJ Moore, the first pick in the fifth round, I think is really solid. Lockett's here. I'd be happy with that. Jamar Chase is almost definitely here, right? He is. I mean, DJ Moore, the thing is, like, quarterback probably didn't improve much with Darnold. It might not have proved, improved at all, honestly. I don't really believe in him. Tyler Lockett, is he going too late? Jamar Chase. Well... We didn't take Chase last time, and I really believe in him. So, you know what? If we're doing a draft that I want to say, like, this is what you should do, CMC, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Jamar Chase. I think our wideouts are stacked. We have the best running back, the best player in fantasy. We have who I think is going to be one of the best tight ends in fantasy and probably the best value at tight end in all of fantasy. Please tell me Javante Williams is still here. Did I just see Trey Sermon one in the back of the fifth? Sometimes this simulation doesn't work the way it should. Now we got Javante Williams. Who else? I mean, Damian Harris is here. Is Michael Carter here? Michael Carter is more likely to fall. We'll take Damian Harris, and we'll check wide out real quick. Robbie Anderson is here, too. Do I want Robbie Anderson? Or do I want more running back depth? We didn't take DJ Moore. And I want Robbie Anderson, honestly. I could see him in the flex pretty often. And then Michael Carter is still here. So we'll just switch out RB2 between Williams and Carter. And then I'm cool with that. Our wideouts are stacked. Is Tom Brady here? Nope, but Ryan Tannehill is. Beautiful. I love this draft. This is going very well. I'm happy. This draft is gorgeous. Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson, same team, but it doesn't matter because it's not like it's the top wide out, um, you know, our top wide out. 
so we're not too dependent on one team. Wide receiver, end of the tenth round. What we got going on? The Ravens D is here, Bucks defense is here. Darnell Mooney's here. Darnell Mooney is here. Russell Gage is probably here. Right? Gotta keep pressing the button, suggest another player until they show me him. Yep, he's here. Uh do I want Mooney or Gage? I've been stuck between these two, honestly. What if I just take both and don't stress myself out? We'll just be so stacked at wide receiver. And just have a ton of depth and potential. Sounds like a good idea to me. That's what we do. That is what we'll do. This draft is awesome. I'm so happy with this draft. If my team can look anything like this, in real life, I'll be so satisfied. Colts defense, Niners D, Bills D, Patriots D. I explained my concern for the Colts D, even though it is a good defense. Niners defense. I don't know. They might be a little slept. I'm just a little worried about the secondary. And Salah leaving. Bills D. I'll take the Patriots, honestly. I have more faith in a Bill Belichick defense that got like 12 opt-outs back and signed guys like Judon. Still has Gilmore. I'll take that. Running back's disgusting. Won't even look at it. Um, Rager's here. What other wide receiver would I take here? I'll go Nelson Aguilar this time to switch it up. Traquan Smith was available too, but we could take him when we take Young Hoku, which is going to be our pick. 12th pick in the 14th round, Young Hoku, best pick of the entire draft, easily. Wide receiver, Traquan Smith, that's going to be the draft. What a star-studded draft. Now, if fantasy, pro, draft wizard, whatever, is going to disrespect me. All right, we got the best grade. We got an 87. Weaknesses is flex. Jamar Chase is our flex, and that's a weakness. You're a weakness. You know that? Ryan Tannehill, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams. Only issue is if Javante doesn't break out. But we also have Michael Carter who could tech, who could uh, break out. So, all right, RB2 is our only weakness. Ryan Tannehill, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Jamar Chase, Patriots D, Young Hoku, Robbie Anderson, Michael Carter, Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, Nelson Aguilar, Traquan Smith. Stacked squad right there. I think we have a top 10 quarterback, the best player in fantasy, potential breakout running back, two top 10 wide receivers, a top 5 tight end, a guy who I think has top 10 wideout potential but more likely to be top 15, top 20. Patriots C, which I think is a little underrated, could finish top five. Young Hoku should be a top three kicker, top five at least. Robbie Anderson, depends how they use him, but he could finish top 25 this year. Michael Carter, breakout potential at running back. Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, all have, both have breakout potential. Traquan Smith is the number one target in a Jameis Winston-led offense. And Nelson Aguilar who's the number one target in a bad offense. Or it could be. Jacoby Myers could be as well. But All right. S 
Love that draft. Don't do the second draft. Do what I did in the third draft if you can. Yeah, that's all I got for you. Uh, yeah, outros are not my thing. But if you made it this far, thank you. I appreciate you. I'll be back with another episode on Friday.